Madison, they have great fans, but like compared to Madison or State College or Columbus or Iowa, it's almost like, eh, you know, we, we went to the game, but we're, we're, you know, we're, we're running companies and we're doing other things. We got other things going on besides football. Our, our lives, you know, are, are bigger than if we went on a Saturday. Well, in Columbus and Madison and State College, their, their lives that next week are predicated upon what happened last Saturday. In Michigan, they got more things going on, it seems like. They're not re- as passionate about sports. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Kirk Herbstreit right there on Pardon My Take, talking about the passion, quote unquote, of the University of Michigan football fans. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, <gasps> and gambling. I think that yesterday proved beyond the shadow of a doubt that Michigan is not a football school. We'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. Also, updates. Uh, You heard about it first, the handful of you that subscribe to my podcast, about the Sycamore Bishop stuff that went viral. You knew about that. You could have been the person talking about that if you didn't subscribe to the show. We'll have some updates on that because, like I requested, some real journalists got involved a little bit. They didn't find out a lot, but they found out a little. And what they found out was far more jaw-dropping than anything uh, we discussed yesterday. And we will wrap up by looking at Drew Brees' haircut and making fun of Javier Baez and the New York Mets. Uh, yeah, so a little Kirk Herbstreit, pardon my take. Good way to get into the college football season. Huge games coming up this weekend, the one that I'm looking forward to. Uh, my alma mater, Ole Miss in Louisville, of course. Your alma mater's got to be the one that you care the most about. And uh, Penn State, Wisconsin is going to be a good old-fashioned football game. Pretty excited about that as well. So let's, uh, let's start by looking at the recent updates from the complex about this Sycamore Bishop situation. If you didn't hear yesterday, Bishop Sycamore, not Sycamore Bishop. See, it's, that's how fake it sounds. They played two games in three days as, as an alleged high school with top recruits. They duped a marketing firm who told ESPN that this team was going to play these high-level games against like teams like IMG Academy, which is essentially a national all-star team of football, which is also stupid. We could IMG is a really dumb concept in my opinion, but for football anyway, other, other sports it makes sense. But for... The purposes of this, we look at this this high school and ESPN during the games like this is not fair. This is not a fair matchup. What's going on? Uh, and then you look at their schedule. They have a national schedule. They're from Ohio. Allegedly, you Google it. There's nothing there. It's like a uh, a industrial complex. just like an office building somewhere in Ohio. Their website is a blog. Nothing is going on. So we'll bring up the graphic here from the complex. You can only see parts of it because of the aspect ratio. This is what the complex is is reporting and alleging. There has never been a Bishop Sycamore. They played two games in three days. Their head coach currently has an active arrest warrant. Most of the players are junior college dropouts who are nowhere near high school age. The embarrassing part is not that they're playing. It's that they got wrecked by IMG Academy, which I guess kind of makes sense when you think about it because IMG is far better than them. And this should put to rest the idea that IMG can't beat some JUCOs because they totally could. Totally. They'd probably be some NAIA schools. They're 22-year-olds. I don't care. The best high school teams in America could beat some of the lower-level college teams. Do not care. So this story is getting crazy. The real loser here is not the Bishop Sycamore people. Trying, if if you commit a stupid fraud, like trying to be a high school football player again, that's pathetic and sad. But the real losers here are ESPN. And ESPN as a network is just over and over and over again, just making themselves out to look like garbage. What they're doing, the only thing that's successful is they're throwing as much money at the broadcasting of live sports as they possibly can hoping that people care. It does work. They did get the SEC. I wish CBS hadn't given that up so easily, but they did. They did get the SEC. The NHL is back on ESPN, but man, oh, what an, 
what an embarrassment. Like, we apologize. We apologize. People need to be fired. Like fired. This is crazy that you didn't vet the high school team. A, a, a bunch of bros at a marketing firm is like, we're going to play these guys. And that marketing firm, oh my God. What are you doing? You have Google. It would take 30 seconds to Google this high school and be like, that's not a high school. What the hell is going on here? Everybody has Google. Jobs are not that hard. Oh my God, what an embarrassment. All right, let's go to something funny. Let's, uh, I'm going to bring up the clip here if you're not watching on YouTube. Drew Brees had a receding hairline. Now he doesn't. Um, if you thought people weren't going to find that and make fun of him for it, we totally are. He's got a like, nice little fade here. Look, his hair's back. How did you do that, Drew? Did it just like take, start taking your helmet on and off and now your hair is all the way back? Uh, everybody made fun of Jason Witten. We're going to make fun of Drew Brees, but it doesn't matter if we make fun of Drew Brees. You should totally just buy into it. If it makes you feel more confident and you're going to be on television, you should do it. But if you change your body like that and you're a professional, anything, we have the right to make fun of you and we're going to. We're all just jealous that we're not on ESPN. Yesterday was uh, day one of cuts in the NFL. Day two is today. I think the deadline is 8 a.m. or noon or something like that. Some notable ones. The first big notable one came from the Detroit Lions. They gave $2 million fully guaranteed to former New York Jets wide receiver Bashad Perryman. A lot of people drafted him in fantasy leagues because he was getting drafted way at the bottom, and they thought this would be good value. Perryman had neither the success on the field nor the effort that kneecap biter Dan Campbell wants. His job was stolen by a very short, very fast wide receiver named Khalif Raymond and rookie Amon Ross St. Brown. And if I, as a Lions fan, I'll tell you that guy's going to be good. I would draft him in fantasy leagues. If I were you, he will get a lot of targets. Uh, we'll keep you updated on anything interesting. We didn't cover the preseason over the weekend, so we'll do that quickly here. Jameis Winston officially is starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, A, because he's a real quarterback, and B, because Taysom Hill does a lot of other stuff. So why would you let Taysom be the quarterback and lose his special team stuff and his gimmick stuff? Like, what a ridiculous thing. Taysom seems to be handling it okay, but, man, BYU fans really pump up certain BYU players that think they're better than they are. Uh, Zach Wilson is a franchise quarterback, it looks like. Taysom Hill is not a quarterback in the NFL. I don't know how else to say that to you. He's not. He's not even close to like Jalen Hurts. Like he's he's not a quarterback in the National Football League. If he had been the quarterback, it's just Sean Payton showing off. Gardner Minshew was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, which everyone's like, what's going on? Quarterback factory that I heard it take yesterday on a podcast that I'm going to endorse here, which is that they traded for him so that the Cowboys couldn't. And if that's what happened, you love to see it. God, which is great for the Eagles, by the way, because... We can all envision being forced to watch a bad Cowboys team play a bad Eagles team on Sunday night football. And Gardner Minshew just absolutely steamrolls the Eagles. So the Eagles got ahead of that one. They have Gardner Minshew instead. And who knows? Um, from content standpoint, if you've ever heard of a thing called WIP and you're not an Eagles fan, I would go to WIP.whatever and I would listen to them argue about Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts. If, say, the Eagles are finding themselves like 2-2 two and two and Jalen Hurts plays crappy in a loss to like the Dolphins or something, then... Go to WIP.whatever and listen to them talk about Gardner Mitchell. It'll be pretty entertaining. Other notes from the preseason. Uh, off the top of my head, quarterbacks have been settled. Sort of the Bears are, gonna, are going to go with Andy Dalton. Everyone that in the world is like, why don't I see Justin Fields? Like, He's a rookie. He'll be there. Don't worry about it. Why are you freaking out? They're trying to flip Andy Dalton. He's so cheap. They're trying to flip him. Guys, it's, it's like it's a long season. They're trying, they're trying to flip Andy Dalton. It's going to be fine. Other interesting notes uh, from the final week of preseason. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, of course, got hurt at the end of last week. And the debate of whether or not to play anyone in the preseason is ridiculous. 
there's literally no reason at all to play a starter ever. There's like, what do you gain? He needs to see live contact. No, he doesn't. No. Every single time a running back takes a handoff, he takes one less handoff in the regular season. Like, think about that. Running backs have a shelf life. They have, they, have a, they have a shelf life. Todd Gurley was the best running back in football at the age of 19 in Georgia. He's out of the league now. I, I mean, running backs, it's like, don't come to the game. Don't even dress. God, what a nightmare. We'll update you on any interesting cuts and trades that are going on. A lot of people swapping picks for low-level players. The Texans are, they signed a bunch of cheap free agents, and now they're trying to flip them for low-level picks. Uh, Deshaun Watson apparently doesn't want to go to Philly, which means you are soft, which I don't blame you. Um, it's not for everybody. You got to know what's going on. You can't, it's not about being tough. Actually, the best way to deal with Philly is just to like be super chill like Nick Foles. Eli Manning, oddly enough, might have done pretty well in Philly because he's just so chill. All right, let's move to Javier Baez and the New York Baseball Mets. So the Mets made some moves to the trade deadline, including acquiring infielder Javier Baez from the Chicago Cubs, who is hilarious because, man, what if the Cubs had Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, and all these guys? Man, they'd probably be pretty good. Hmm. Uh, so Javier Baez, according to this guy on Twitter, let's see if uh, I can pull up the tweet. Let's, I'll pull it up just for you guys. There it is. He says, Javier Baez in the last 162 games, so almost the last season. 223 strikeouts and 24 walks. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a math guy, but that's bad. So the Mets fans are booing them because it's New York, and they're like JV, the Yankees fans. Baez said, quote, we're not machines. Quote, we're going to struggle seven times out of ten. No, you're not struggling seven times out of ten. It just feels bad when I strike out and get booed. It doesn't really get to me. It just feels bad when I get strikeout and booed. It doesn't really get to me. He said those things in succession. Wait, what? I'm sorry, I didn't vet this quote. It just feels bad when I strike out and get booed, period. It doesn't really get to me. He continued, but I want to let them know that when we're successful, we're going to do the same thing to let them know how it feels. Hold on. That was a real thing. This guy is a World Series champion. Man, Chicago, you're soft if you didn't boo this guy. That is banana. So you're going to win, and then you're going to boo the fans in the World Series parade. But it doesn't get to you. It just feels bad. What? He Okay, let's just read more Javier Baez quotes. If we win together, then we lose together, and the fans are a really big part of it. In my case, they got to be, be, they got to be better. I play for the fans, and I love the fans. But if they're going to do that, they're just putting more pressure on the team, and that's not what we want. <laughs> Uh, Javier Baez, uh, man, I don't want to get political on this, but there's an S word. You're a snowflake, Javi. The pandemic letting people off the hook for not having fans. That is crazy. I did not read this whole story. He said that. Uh, a lot of people responded, including the owner of the team who had a statement. I'm not going to read it, but it was just like, hey, the fans are the fans. We know who our daddy is. It's not Javier Baez. It's the fans. We love you guys. He also said... Uh, Steve Cohen, he said that uh, he misses the days when the biggest controversy the Mets had were the black jerseys. I like the black jerseys. People not liking the black jerseys are just old. They're just old. Everybody needs to change up now and then. And that's going to do it for this episode of Interesting to See. College football starts in earnest, which is a stupid phrase. College football just starts. It starts this week on Thursday. There are like nine games. A couple of them have big schools including Ohio State and Minnesota. 
preview my favorite games of the weekend, and we will get mad at why there's a game on Sunday night and Monday night. Play the game at noon on Monday. It's Labor Day weekend. One Monday night, I'm a grown man. I want to get up in the morning. Subscribe, rate, review. Thanks for hanging out with me. Tell your friends, tell your family. Just remember, if you had subscribed and all your friends had subscribed, they'd have heard about Bishop Sycamore hours and hours before the internet, before it went viral. You find me on Twitter. Links to all the stories are available in the show notes. I'll be back better than ever tomorrow morning.